This is the old dude, Harry J. Reynolds, and you're listening to Residual Culture. A media mixtape. I'm Ben Birkenbein. And I'm Joey Lovato. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't understand your reference at the beginning there, Ben. That's okay. We're going to get into it. But uh, for, those of the, <laughs> for those listeners that uh, actually know, if you got that, you're going to appreciate the episode today. Because today, dear Joey, we are talking about... Music. Music. We're, we're getting into it. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little apprehensive about this one just because I feel that I am not a sophisticated music listener as compared to you. The beauty about, uh, you know, sophistication when it comes to music is that you you just have to know what you like. You know, you don't have to have sophistication and taste like, you know, go around listening to whatever classical music and drinking with your pinky up. You just have to listen to music and know what you like. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I guess it can be said with Bernie Media, though, right? Uh, it can, but that also does not protect you from being judged by me and other people. So if I told you my favorite band was Nickelback, it's not. The podcast <laughs> is over. Oh, no. Um, so, uh, you know what? It's, actually, it's funny you mentioned Nickelback because I feel like Nickelback gets a, they get a horribly bad rap. I mean, I don't, I, 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 would, I don't think their music is good, but I don't think they deserve the hate that they get. <laughs> but it's funny. They're always the go-to for like, yeah. This like you, if you want to listen to horrible music, listen to Nickelback. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. I I shouldn't you know I shouldn't judge so uh, harshly because I I think I've only heard whatever I haven't heard their entire catalog. You know what I mean? Like, I think I, I've heard like two songs by them. Yeah, it's usually like if you hear something, you're like, yeah, yeah, I've heard enough. Like yeah. that. That's all. I'll move on. Or like Smash Mouth. Yeah, Smash Mouth, big deal. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I whenever I think of Nickelback, I always think of those. There's like a I feel like they shared the same era, but I was thinking of like. Bands like Huba Stank. Do you know this? Uh, yeah, Uba Have you heard of this? It's Uba Stank. Okay, wait a second. First of all, you are now correcting me on how to pronounce Huba Stank. You're, <laughs> but like, I was using this as an example of horrible music. Yeah, and now you're correcting me on the pronunciation. They're terrible. <laughs> so it's how do you know it's Uba? Why is it Uba Stank? I mean, I could be wrong. That's how my friend who listens to them says it. I think your friend is wrong. Yeah, this was um, middle school. I'm All pulling right. that from middle school, so just so you know. <laughs> well, speaking of middle school, maybe we can talk a little bit about the format today of the of the of the show. Yeah, yeah. So, so go ahead. All right. Yeah, I was just gonna <laughs> say. Uh, so we gave each other recommendations for music to listen to from last week. So we'll discuss that. Then we'll move on. And our major uh, topic of conversation today is just gonna be: we decided to say, "All right, why don't you just reflect on your life, and then come prepared for this episode with four albums." to discuss. Now, these do not have to be favorite albums of all time. They just have to be representative of a specific time in your life. So we'll start with uh, an early memory of, of music or the first record you bought, the first album, the first CD, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then we'll move on to like high school age. Uh, we'll do a college uh, album. And then we'll just say something current or something most more recently that you've been listening to. Yep. So- this is residual culture. Get into it. Yeah, yeah. Get into it. Um, you want you want me to talk about the album you recommended, or do you want to talk about the one I recommended? I want to hear your thoughts about what I recommended to you. So remind our listeners what I recommended for you. So the album is Orange Rhyming Dictionary, and it's uh, Jets to Brazil is the band. That's correct. Uh, I really liked it. I really like uh, it's like it's a punk music. It is kind of. It's it's. It's not like as punk as some other stuff, but like that's the best way I can identify. I'm also terrible at like. 
identifying genres. <laughs> okay, well, maybe, maybe I should clarify. Just when you say punk, you're not necessarily talking about hardcore punk. No, 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 no. They're not like really but, angry at people. But there are punk elements. Perhaps. Yeah, that's that's probably a better way to put it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. no, I I really liked the album. Although I will say that like. There were like three or four songs that really stood out to me, and the rest of it kind of muddled into this like a very like I didn't really realize when one end when one song ended and the next one began. Like okay. it kind of did all turn into one. It, it was very very similar, and like I find that that is a problem I have with a lot of music, which is why I actually don't normally listen to like full albums. I actually just listen to like three or four songs from an artist that I like, and then I just hit shuffle and put fifteen artists on a playlist. But I also think that my Music listening habits are probably different because I grew up in the age of like Spotify and like iTunes and stuff like that. That's a really good point because uh, one of the reasons I recommended that album to you is because I was trying to think of like a complete album that would be enjoyable. Yeah. I, I'm still in that in that mindset where I I want to find an artist uh, that I can appreciate, you know, a full album or a full discography right yeah, yeah. a full arc of, of something rather than individual songs because like i feel like in some ways individual songs are they just seem a little bit more interchangeable or disposable to me okay yeah you know the classic case of like the one hit wonders yeah right yeah. where you know the song and you're like who's the band <laughs> right I, I i i don't like that feeling whenever yeah. it comes up so i'm like no i'd rather talk about an artist or a band or or whatever who i can talk about more of their work and appreciate more of what they've done rather than just one one track yeah i the way i listen to music i i i I don't think there's ever been like an album that i've listened to the whole thing and been like every song on that was great or like i need to like have this whole album i just like like specific songs from artists so what about like classic albums you know like like concept albums i mean the the you know like a pink floyd album sure yeah okay you listen to like dark side on the moon dark side of the moon or uh, 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 brick in the wall brick yeah, the wall. The, oh, just the wall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah. No, I, I've listened to those albums, but you know what songs I know from those albums are just you know like money yeah, and the singles. another. Yeah, I just know the big songs from those albums. I couldn't tell you what other songs are on those albums. Well, that's actually one of the reasons that they're singles. <laughs> you know, because yeah. they're like, oh, this is going to be the song, or yeah. you know, whatever. These couple songs are going to be the ones that'll be money makers. Yeah, and so. Um, no, just the way I listen to music is not album by album. It's it's definitely singular songs, and so I always try to find like the the two or three songs in an album I like, and I like say I add those to my like master list of music that's just online now that I don't have to worry about. And uh, okay, so describe to me your the way that you listened to Orange Rhyming Dictionary. Were you doing other things? Did you just put it on in the background? What? How'd you listen? Uh, I was driving home. Was the first time I listened to it. That's a good. That's a good place to listen. And I hit shuffle. So I didn't listen to it in order. No. Yeah, was I supposed to listen to it in order? Well, <laughs> I I am I am I am moderately disappointed by that. And oh, just no. <laughs> only only because, you know, I feel like if I'm going to give you an album recommendation, not just like, hey, go listen to some songs from this this group, right? Yeah. But so you did, but it was only specifically that album. Yeah, it was, they have just, other it was just that album. It was okay. just Orange right. Dictionary. I guess that's okay. Do you, did you happen to write down the songs that yeah, you liked? Yeah, I do have the songs that I like. Let me let me pull it up here. Sorry. Um, I, I, I'm get. Can I guess? You can guess. I got four. I got four that I really like. All right. Is Sweet Avenue on there? No. Is <laughs> Sea Anemone? Yes. On there. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember the name. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, I'm yeah. trying to remember the names of the I other can, tracks. I'll, I'll give them to you, okay? Okay, yeah. Sea Anemone, uh, Chinatown. Chinatown, yep. Resistance is Futile. 
Okay, I don't know. Uh, Morning New Disease. Okay. So yeah. those are the ones I like. And I did not like the beginning of Morning New Disease, but I really like it once they get into that song. Okay. Um, yeah, no, those are the ones that stood out to me. Um, I found that all of the other, other songs, I mean, and like, I don't know, this sounds like such a stupid complaint, but like, I don't like when, <laughs> this is like the dumbest thing, but I don't like when, when, when an album sounds the same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like I like like variety in music, and that's why I make playlists of like multiple artists, and then I just hit shuffle and I get this a new experience each song. I, I don't feel like I'm listening to the same thing because when I do listen to songs back to back from the same artist, a lot of times they blend together, and I don't even realize one song ended and another one began. Okay, that's uh, I, I feel like I, I I also came to the music game late. I mean, I didn't start listening to music until I was in like high school. Well, you mean like. Like in what way? Because certainly you were encounter you encountered music. I encountered music before, but you didn't actively go out and like seek. No, out. I just listened to whatever my dad played at dinner. Right, <laughs> You're, that's still listening to music. I guess so, but like I didn't try and find music that I liked until yeah, high school. Yeah, yeah. I didn't okay. go out and like look for for songs and stuff until until I went into high school. Um, so like the pursuit. Yeah, the, the pursuit, pursuit of music. Happen. It okay. was it was more just like well, uh, we're listening to uh, Two Princes by. The Spin, Spin Doctors. Do- Spin. Uh, you know what? I saw the Spin Doctors live. Uh, <laughs> I'm very jealous. That is and... a very that song has a lot of mem- like memories for me as a child. <laughs> but it was later. It was like after their heyday. You yeah. know what I mean? They they played like a county fair in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah, that, that sounds so about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's I, I I think it's so anyway. Death, Just to Brazil, they're a really good band. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I'm definitely going to be listening to more of their stuff. Um, so, it's the kind of music that I like. Okay, can um, I can I give you just like a little, little can I just one more question? Yeah, what's up? All right, so like did you listen to the lyrics? Yeah, I listened to the lyrics. Did you like the lyrics? They sounded like uh like some set like they're angry 90s kids. They're like angry 90s people. I guess they're not My kids. disappointment is growing in your with your <laughs> I opinions. I don't I didn't I didn't <laughs> This is why I didn't so, know. This is why I was apprehensive about the music No, episode, no, no, <laughs> no, no, it's not that. I mean, this is why this is where, you know, the the playful debates happen, but so the lead singer of that band his name is uh, Blake Schwarzenbach. Okay. And I believe he's actually a professor of literature now at like NYU or something. Oh, or, sure, okay. Uh, anyways. This sounds like a band that you would be into. <laughs> but but so Blake Schwarzenbach was in a band, uh, a very influential punk band called Jawbreaker. Yeah, okay. I did and I did know yeah. I do know Jawbreaker. Yeah, and Jawbreaker, I think they're actually working on a documentary about Jawbreaker. Um and they because they were supposed to be like either the next Green Day or like they okay. were supposed to be Green Day because okay. Green Day blew up and then people were like, oh, People were divided on their opinion about Green Day because, yeah, they had, they were kind of from this kind of local punk scene or whatever in California. But anyways, Jawbreaker was there. Another amazing band, by the way, Jawbreaker. But Blake Schwarzenbach, especially in Jets to Brazil, like I would say really kind of opened up the songwriting. And like, he, you know, given his uh, his penchant for literary, the literary craft you know, and now very much the fact that he's like this, uh, he's a he's a professor, I believe. Um, I, I always appreciated his songwriting. I thought it was really smart songwriting. Okay. Um, I, I, I mean, I didn't listen to the lyrics super, like, closely. Um, the one about the hotel, uh, I believe the last song on the album, I don't remember the name of it, uh, was interesting and good. It's about, like, living in a hotel and, like, I, I don't know. That's really all I got out of it. But yeah. <laughs> I'm not. When I listen to music, I don't like. I don't like sit there and like stare at the wall and listen to the song and like listen to the lyrics. Um, I think something interesting that we should mention too is that we both play music. Yeah, I was gonna ask. So actually, I was gonna circle back to that because you said that your pursuit 
of music didn't start until high school, but like... I've been playing guitar since I was in elementary school. So that's interesting to me that like you were actively learning an instrument and playing music yeah. without seeking out other types of music? Yeah, no, I, I just <laughs> was like, I don't know. I just, uh, so I've been playing guitar since I was in fourth grade, I think. So well, like... So what were you playing? Like what... Uh, the you know. first song I tried to learn on guitar was Blackbird by the Beatles. That song was... As a fourth grader? Yeah. It was way too hard to you play. You started... <laughs> it was so it's hard. Like, it's like most people... Uh, well, I guess... It was I don't way know how too hard music. to learn. Well, I had, I had a music teacher and he's like, oh, like this is a really cool song. And I'm like, oh, that's a cool song my music teacher likes. I guess I'm going to learn how to play it. Totally couldn't do it. So the first song I learned was Smoke on the Water because that's the first song that everybody <laughs> learns on guitar. <laughs> well, I was gonna, I mean, it's something along those lines, right? Like just some recognizable riff that you can play yeah. over and over. So but... I learned how to play that. Um, and then I, uh, I I learned how to play like that and a couple chords, um, you know, maybe like just like some basic blues riffs or something or, or, j- or like jazz, not jazz because that's too complicated, but, blue, but blues, blues riffs. Yeah. Um, there was the three-step blues or something like that. Um, but then I was like, no, screw it. I'm going to learn how to play Blackbird because I want to learn. And I did. It was the second song I learned how to play. It's funny because I, I have another... I learned how to finger pick. Yeah. Like, I learned how to do rolls. I don't know if anyone knows about guitar, but like, it's a hard song to play. Yeah. <laughs> that was the second song I learned. It's funny because I, I did, I've met one other person, uh, in my life who said, you know, they, they didn't learn guitar, but they learned two songs on guitar and one was Blackbird. And yeah. I can't remember what the other one was, but they're like, yeah, I just wanted to learn. Was it Wonderwall by Oasis? No, it wasn't. But that's a great <laughs> reference in, you know, because of our discussion last week of, uh, everything sucks. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I did play before I actively sought out music i guess i think in elementary school maybe for christmas or something i was given um like i think rubber soul and um oh another beatles album i don't remember the other one abbey road abbey road it was abbey road probably yeah yeah Yeah, abbey road and rubber soul um and so like that was like real early on i mean i didn't i wasn't like i love the beatles it was like here's some music because you need to start listening to music sure (laughs) so somebody's like someone's like did you get this from your dad i think my dad gave them to me yeah they're like hey you've been playing guitar and you like you like blackbirds so maybe that is a thoughtful gift yeah yeah so that was cool (laughs) thanks dad um so and you play bass uh, I do play well. Okay, yes, I play a bass guitar. Oh yeah, is that one? I never learned music. Yeah, me neither. I don't know how to read music. In fact, this is—it's uh, not quite embarrassing, but I had this interesting moment because I've just now, for the first time in my life, started taking lessons. And so I went into my first bass guitar lesson, and the guy's like ready to just like you know figure you know because I didn't talk to him beforehand. He's like, "All right, well, let's see what you can do with your right hand and your left hand and blah blah blah." I'm like, "I've been playing bass guitar for 19 years," <laughs> and he's like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> I said, "Because I never learned music, so this this is more so for me to learn like music and then how I can." translate that into playing other styles and genres and stuff because i want to you know improve my skills and be able to actually read music yeah so yeah but i do play bass guitar uh currently in a band called fine motor yeah hey good band i saw you guys live look at that plug just got it into the podcast so fine motor reno uh on Bandcamp. uh yeah so i play bass but i i just learned bass from early internet of like printing off tablature that's same that's how i learned guitar i printed out tab and 
just learned guitar that way. In fact, I was cleaning out, you know, my parents were cleaning out the basement and I found my old folder and I had like a print off on like a dot matrix computer of the Ramones full first album. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Which is hilarious because if you look at it, I I actually, I think I have a picture of it somewhere. Maybe we can put it up on uh, Instagram. Yeah. It's just like, Full Ramones EP I wrote on there, and you'd look at the tabs, and it's like five 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 three 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 five five five. And it's like, did you really need tabs for that? And yes, young Ben Birkenbein did need tabs for that. You have to start somewhere. You really do. Um, yeah, I was in a band for uh from when I started playing guitar, and like I think the year after I learned guitar, I joined a band like in elementary school, fifth grade, and we played all the way until sophomore year of high school, I think. What What were you playing? Like what? I played guitar. No, but I mean, like, what kind of music? Oh, what kind like of songs? Really like, bad. Like, like we played like Journey, and like bad stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, like, like arena rock. Yeah, like, yeah. Consistently. Just, like, yeah, no, we played. Um, I don't know. We just like picked. Like, I think everyone in the band like picked like one or two songs we liked, and we just like learned those songs. We played gigs. Like, we we like legitimately played gigs because it was adorable to see like middle school like kids in a band whose like voice hasn't changed yet. Like, like this, haven't changed yet. Like, this reminds me of that video. Uh, have you seen the video of like the middle school kids trying to play Weezer? Oh my the god, first that's time. amazing! <laughs> oh, I think they're called uh, the Rubber Band. I think oh, that's Rubber Band. I like yeah. that. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm sure we were terrible, but my mom, like, still like, we definitely like have some stuff recorded, and my mom will, like, it's like the most embarrassing thing. No, you got to find that. You no. got to find that. We got no. We got to include it. <laughs> no, like, I'll bring in my old like punk band. It's too embarrassing. <laughs> I can't. I don't even want to listen to myself because I was the lead singer of oh, that band. Oh, hey. I played bass and sang, and we were called Salacious Crumb. We were called Full Silver. Full Silver. Yeah. This is like a super Nevada name. Yeah. Because Nevada, as you know, dear listeners from around the world. Is the silver state? Yeah, it was more about like uh, it's. This is also very Nevada. It's more about like wolves howling at the moon. I think was like our thing. I don't know. We were in elementary school. This is profound. Is is? I mean, this is all quite embarrassing. But I, you know, I, I've kind of come to accept it. You know, okay. Total aside. I know we're going right. real long on this, this intro like a, here, yeah, but we'll... I was at one of my friend's birthdays, and we had made shirts for Full Silver. And this was like senior year of high school. This is her graduation party. Um, one of my best friends, she, it was her graduation party and her little cousin was there who was like, I don't know, nine, eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And he was wearing a full silver t-shirt. But and like, I, no, no, no. Like my, like the band, like the one we made with the logo on it. And I like grabbed this kid and I'm like, where'd you get this shirt, dude? And like, he's like staring at me and he's like, mom. And I was like, where do you, where'd your son get the shirt? And he's like, we found it at a thrift store. And I'm like, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> Our that's band shirt was at a thrift store and someone got, it was, it was amazing. It was such a great moment. And very the, cool though. The poor kid was freaked out. I'm sure. It's like, hey kid, where'd you get that shirt? Yeah. It was like such a weird moment. Like, oh yeah. my God, that's the band I was in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is strange. Um, hey. So anyway. Well, all right. Let's wrap it back around because I've got, I can summarize my take on your recommendation yes. pretty quickly and then we can move on because cool. I, I like the idea of telling stories. But yes. you recommended to me Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Yes. And the album specific, specifically was Seven Plus Mary mm-hmm. or Seven and Mary. Now this reminded me automatically of this other 90s band called Seven Mary Three. <laughs> I don't know which, that. Okay. Anyways, but the band itself does not remind me of Seven Mary Three. Okay. I thought it was good. It's it's catchy. It was like mixed well. Uh, for those of you that haven't heard it, um, I I think that it's and I'm gonna I'm gonna do this just because and I this is like no disrespect to Rainbow Kitten Surprise because I do think it was like catchy and nice, but they sounded like a, a really effective mix of lots of different types of indie music. 
Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. (laughs) And I'm pulling out, I pulled out like four different bands, and I feel like if you smashed them all together, you would get Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Yeah. What I like about them is that their name is Rainbow Kitten Surprise, but a lot of their music is like (laughs) very dark. Not dark, but like, not dark, but like not. Not rainbows and kittens. Although, to be fair, I was also uh, going back on my own promise because I was listening to this as I was doing other work for <laughs> your for the class that I'm teaching currently. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, But anyways, I feel like if you took elements of the XX. Oh, yeah. Okay. Combine that with a little bit of Bon Iver. Mm-hmm. Combined with a little bit of Mumford and Sons. Okay. And then finally top it all off with some later Modest Mouse. Yes. All right. I'm not I'm on board. That's like a really good description. <laughs> that's why you have a podcast about music with Birkenbein. That's that's why just, we don't talk about music that much because you're <laughs> better at this than I am. I just rolled that all in there. So if you like those bands, you can definitely go check out uh, yeah. Rainbow Kitten Surprise if you haven't heard them. Um, yeah. yeah. So there's my take. There's uh, what Devil is uh, Devil is Fine is a really good song by them. That's the one I really like. And uh, Wait. Cocaine Jesus are the two songs I really like by. Devil is Fine. That's that's zeal and ardor oh you're right that's a band you recommended to me yeah. last week <laughs> which is a great but they do have a song called ardor i think that might be no? it maybe i, I got them mixed so you up. just like i'm getting my music them? i'm getting my music mixed up now yeah <laughs> yeah and i, I just because i just looked in at your track listing once but then i just let it roll in the background devil like me oh devil like me okay that's yeah. the song by them if you if they're, it's like that's their best song coincidentally zeal and ardor devil is fine zeal and ardor is awesome zeal and ardor amazing. is awesome it's if you really haven't listened to them uh Go listen to them. They're great. Yeah, and very I, interesting. I would just describe them as a mix of like, if like black metal, it's like metal and chain gang. Yeah, black metal meets chain gang, kind of meets blues, blues. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really good. Really okay. Stuff. All right, moving on. So, the format for today is to talk about music that is important or summarizes or you know kind of uh, characterizes a moment of your life. So let's begin with an early album or slash your first record. Um, it's it's hard to say what it is, but I, I'm pretty sure uh, it is uh, Enya. Like, this is, like, from when I'm a baby. Yikes. Well, like, uh, you're... Enya? Yeah, you're, like, a baby. It's, like, relaxing stuff. My mom would put me to sleep to so, Enya. So, wait, like, now, hold on. the song, like, you... Sail Away by Enya, like, that song is forever ingrained in my memory as I was, like, falling asleep as a four-year-old. Okay, so I'm I'm just going to reflect on something here, like... You and I took very different approaches to this. You're like, <laughs> you're trying to mine your deepest memories of like music. And I, like, I, 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 I don't know if I can go back that far. You know, like I have. I got other ones. I mean, like, I mean, the first. Okay. So if, if Enya is like my first memory, it's either Enya or um, Raffi Radio. He did the song Banana Phone, which we listened to last week after the podcast right. and we were cracking up. Anyway, so those are like baby music, right? Okay. My first like actual band like I, that I remember is... Two Princes by Spin Doctors. Right. My dad played it, and I remember whatever reason I really liked it. I think there's some family videos of me like dancing to it. Um, so yeah, uh, that that would be the very very first like band album that like I have that that's like you know not Enya. That's not like like falling asleep. <laughs> no, hey, that that's solid. That's good. I mean, that's that's and, yeah different what, than I write. What's funny yeah, is like I I think I can recognize that they're like pretty cheesy. Actually, I I actually don't know. I think Enya is actually. I'm wading into territory that I know relatively little about, but I th- I seem to have this memory of hearing, because I used to make fun of Enya. Like Enya was one of those bands like <laughs> yeah. people would make fun of. But yeah. then uh, apparently they are also pretty critically acclaimed as well. Like they have a broader catalog of music, but they just got this I think it's rap. just one lady. I think Enya is like her name. 
Yeah, see, what, like, I don't know. I thought it was a group, but like, <laughs> yeah, I know that they have a female lead singer. <laughs> okay, maybe she not, maybe just not. performs as Enya, like, that's great. Yeah. Or are you thinking Dido? No. <laughs> okay, just check. Um, but yeah, so so two, two princes, spin doctors. Um, I, and I think I can recognize that they're pretty cheesy, but also every time I hear... That's catchy 90s music. Yeah, it, and, and, and every time I hear... Um, you know, Two Princes or Kryptonite or um, Little Miss Can't Be Wrong, like, it brings me back, like, to just, like, hanging out with my family in the living room like, wait, wait, when wait, we first moved to Nevada. Kryptonite, I don't think, is uh, that's, Spin Doctors. Kryptonite is, is it three, three, three Doors Down? Three Doors Down, three yeah, down. yeah, no, yeah. But, no, but they have a song that's, that's like, Kryptonite. It must be, it's the Superman, I think, is what it's called. Okay. Um, I, yeah, can, I, I can look it up. Yeah, it's been a while since I've revisited the Spin Doctors. Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen Blues is the name of the song. Uh, okay. Which, like, but they definitely just use the word kryptonite a lot in that song. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> I was thinking, like, like, wait a second. One of these things doesn't belong yeah, here. Yeah, Three Doors Down. That's right. Okay. All right. Um, Anything else yeah, you want to... That's, that's, that's my first album, like, that I got. All right. Yeah, I didn't go childhood, but I just went... You didn't go I, childhood. Well, I, I went childhood, but I just... It was, like, the, oh, you first, when you're like... the first CD I okay. remember buying. Okay, okay, that's, okay. That's how I took this. Okay. okay, that's fair. So the first CD that I ever bought, I'm pretty sure, was House of Pain's self-titled album from 1992 featuring Jump Around. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and this this would... And I, you know what's really funny about this is I also remember... I remember buying, like, Shaquille O'Neal's album. Oh, like, no. Shaq Diesel. I'm oh, pretty sure no. I've got that. So this ushered in a, uh, a really messy uh, era in my life where I stumbled through some combination of like hip hop and heavy metal. Because like wow. af- <laughs> after that, I also bought um, We Sold Our Soul for Rock and Roll, the Black Sabbath Greatest Hits album, All right. which is so good. And I still listen to it. Yeah. I still have that. These are all CDs, by the way. Yeah. And that would last until high school. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think the first album that I purchased like with my own money... <laughs> I, I I think was Black Ice by ACDC. All right, yeah. I think I was in like sixth grade, seventh grade, or something. It's like the, it's like a newer album by ACDC. It's not that great. It's like <laughs> that's definitely not one of their better albums. You know what's funny actually that I remember about the House of Pain album is I remember like friends of mine in school would also have the House of Pain album, but they said, "Wait, what? What are the colors on the CD? Because I think it's the it's the Irish flag." But then there was one color that was off on another CD because it was parental advisory, so all the bad oh. words were taken off. But I had the explicit version, which like my friends were like, "Oh, you got like the real version." You got like, like the cool kid one. That's right. Like you know, my parents were down with buying me <laughs> buying this album. You know. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I still remember that. Like, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, it's it's, I, and I can still like probably rap. A lot of that album. Oh man, you want to so. do some right now? No, because it's vulgar, <laughs> oh, okay. and I just feel like I—I I mean, I have no problem with you know uh, cursing and all that, but you know, this is a family may, show. This is a family show. It's a family <laughs> show a little bit. You know, I may have a, some sort of professional reputation to uphold. <laughs> if, uh, I, if I hasn't haven't already ruined it by saying like I was a House of Pain fan. Yeah, I mean, I I said that the first album I remember was Enya, so my my credibility is gone. Hey, we're doing well, and the listeners are loving it. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, you, let's move on then. Let's move on to high school. Yeah. Uh, High school. Um, so high school is when I like started listening to music actively. Uh, it's funny. I think that's when I found like one of my favorite bands, to, which to this day is still one of my favorite bands. Um, at Jukebox the Ghost. Interesting. I don't know um, Jukebox the Ghost. Yeah, I they're don't good. Think. They're really happy, and that's why I like them. Okay. Um, they're just a very happy band, and like it's because I think I like found a lot of like sadder music, and I'm like I need to I need to listen to something like happy, and they're they're very um they're pretty poppy. 
But uh, yeah, I really I really like Jukebox the Ghost. Uh, Empire by them is 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 probably my one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, hmm. Yeah, uh, they I don't I don't know much about more about them. Uh, I also really like the Decemberist. Um, yep, they are very similar to the Decemberist. I would say um, a little less um, twangy. Interesting story about the Decemberists is that uh, it was like one of the first times. No, I guess it was a little bit later, but uh, one of the times that I was in New York City. Uh, we found out the Decemberists were putting on a show in Central Park. So we tried to go to the show. And of course, we didn't have tickets or anything. So we just ended up sitting in Central Park and we could hear the you know, outside. Playing? But it was the Decemberists were playing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It was um, okay. I wasn't really a big Decemberist fan, but we okay. went and did it. it <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fun. Um, yeah, I've, I've actually, I haven't been to that many concerts in my life. Okay. Um, the first concert I went to was in high school and it was Phoenix. Hmm. Yeah, they were good. I got to get up on stage with them. It was awesome. Phoenix. I know this. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I think I got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Phoenix. Because like when you say Phoenix, I think of like a different band, but yeah. No, Phoenix. And then they played with Alt-J and, uh, yeah. and Joan Jett <laughs> like, was a surprise guest. And what everyone, is this? And what? everyone was like, who's going to be the surprise guest? And then it was Joan Jett and everyone was like, I love rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, why is Joan Jett here? That's no a strange mix. Yeah. yeah. And then the band Churches, which sucked. Oh, yeah. Churches with the classic Roman U. Churches. Traverses. Traverses. Yeah, they were not good. There's actually speaking of the uh, the classic Roman U. Uh, there's also a band called Restaurant Restaurant. Okay. And my friend Nick, who listens all the time, will appreciate that reference. So they're like it's just this dirty kind of like uh, I don't know like kind of bluesy band, but so dirty in fact <laughs> that the the hi hat for the drummer is just a bunch of smashed together license plates. Oh God! <laughs> he just plays it. That's like such it's a. So good. That's like. Oh, that's like trying too hard, I think. <laughs> no, uh, that's the opposite of trying too hard. That is like straight out of like, we're just playing backyard barbecues doing this. It's a two-piece band. It's that's, solid stuff. That's okay. awesome. <laughs> All right, anyways. All right, anything else to add about- uh, uh, High school? Um, no, I mean, like, I my music listening didn't start getting uh, more in-depth until college, really. Like, genuinely. Like, I, I'm not like a music listener. I listen to podcasts. That's my thing. All right, I've yeah, been listening that, to podcasts I, since I was like little. And I'm not judging you. <laughs> so um, yet, yet, yeah. All right, wait, wait. <laughs> but um, although I will be judged for some of my responses as well. Yeah. Um. No. Uh. High school. I don't. I, it's also. It's funny. I don't have like a any distinct memory of like any specific band that really like influenced my high school career. Once we get into like college, I have like definite definite eras that like I have changed over the past four years, like listening to music. Okay. So uh, we can get into that later, but let's listen to your like high school bands. Yeah. So the high school album that I chose released in 1996, the same year that I began high school is uh, Less Than Jake and the album is Losing Streak. And that, my friend, was the intro to our show today. Okay. Now, we have to contextualize this a little bit. I've skipped over a lot. Yeah. But from my my hip hop slash heavy metal uh, era in like middle school, of course, the other thing that started happening was grunge music, alternative music. Mm -hmm. And I do have very vivid memories of like when the first alternative rock radio station started up in Madison, Wisconsin, we were listening to that and it was like, you know, Nirvana, Smashing Pumpkins and Pearl Jam and all the rest of it. Right. But that was a gateway, um, to like this whole kind of like ska slash punk scene that was pretty big uh in the 90s so big in fact that our show we discussed or i discussed last week everything sucks felt the need to begin the show with a track from the mighty mighty boss tones as the first song and that's absolutely right um 
So this album, it's it's like uh, ska slash punk. I also list this one because a lot of sing-alongs. I listened to it a lot. I was really into Less Than Jake. In fact, this is another thing that we used to do in the 1990s is like they had these braided hemp necklaces. <laughs> and like I, I had one with LTJ oh, in man. it what for a... Less Than Jake. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> what a cool guy. And I, and I even started collecting Pez dispensers because oh Less God. Than Jake had an album called Pezcore. Yeah, that's right. I also have a Pez dispenser collection. Yeah, okay. Well, so, we might have to... We might have to compare. Yeah, I might have to do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, the other cool thing about this album, and this is something that I think is lost, or it, it, maybe you know more, maybe some of the listeners know, but secret tracks on albums... I don't even know what that is. I've never even like, exactly. heard of a secret so, track. How do you find a secret track? So here's the thing. So like on CDs, there would be so much like leftover space because CDs could hold more information. So you could start the CD and then like the final track would be like, you know, 22 minutes long. And if you just let it play in a CD player, you know, the final track is over like whatever in five or six minutes or let's just say it's a, that song yeah, sure. in five minutes. And then there's like 15 minutes of silence, but then something else comes uh. at the end. So that was something to always look for. That's we really would, cool. Like, fast forward on CDs. It's kind of like what Marvel's doing with like the end credits. Exactly. Like you stay till the end credits and then you get like the next Marvel movie. But, Except all Marvel movies are bad. Anyway, hot take. But here's the hot <laughs> here here's the crazy thing about the Less Than Jake Losing Streak album. All right. So this had never been done before and I still don't even know if anybody else has done this. So you could play the Losing Streak album, and the beginning line was, this is the old dude, Harry J. Reynolds, and you're listening to Less Than Jake. And then the first track would start. But if you began the album and then rewinded prior to that, that's where the secret track was hidden. What? It's craziness. That's How did you even... What, what was this? I, I have no idea how that's we... I don't crazy. even know. I, you know what? I can't even remember how we discovered this. That's insane. But yeah, that's... That's what's happening. That's so fun. I wish music was like that still. Right? You could have these. It's like an Easter egg, right? Yeah. You just found this Easter egg. You're like, oh, okay, there's this conversation happening, and that's great. Wow. So, that's anyways, really cool. Fun with music. Less than Jake. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's what I got. Um, and that was my high school. Yeah, one more band for me for high school is The Muse. Or Muse. Oh, just Muse. Muse. Yeah. Just Muse. I was really into Muse. Yeah. I still like Muse a lot. And I'll also just tack onto that that Less Than Jake also was like one of the first like punk rock shows that I went to. And by the way, for those anybody that's out there, it, like it was, it was like a superstar lineup, and it just blew my mind. So, less than Jake was headlining, uh, Dillinger Four, which it it, it it shames me that Dillinger Four is not on this list, but we will certainly come back and talk about Dillinger Four. Probably my favorite punk band of all time. Amazing stuff. Okay. Um, Dillinger Four played Telegraph, which used to be the Scholars, okay. and then other bands called Walker and Pinky. Now, granted, so th this is like it's I like have a never great... heard of any of these. Bands. No, but it was so good. It was so <laughs> so good. So this show was held in the basement of a church. Oh, that's right? so good. <laughs> and so we went to the show, and then like it was like I have so many memories from the show. Uh, the bass player from Dillinger Four playing so hard that his fingers started bleeding. Uh, before, like there was a cross, you know, on the back. This yeah. is the basement of a church, right? Yeah. And now it's this upscale Italian restaurant in Madison, which is hilarious. <laughs> But he told us all to like stand on our heads and let the upside down cross, like let allow Satan to seep into our souls. Oh my God. And I was like, this is amazing. That's like what best. is happening here? That's this is such so an great. Awesome. So anyways, that was my intro to punk rock. That's so good. I love that. I wish I had experienced. I have, I have only been to a few concerts in my life. Yeah, man. Shows. It's so fun. Yeah. I, I wish I've been to more. Um, I, I'm going to go see, uh, I actually got tickets with, with my dad to go see, uh, um, 
uh, Buddy Guy <laughs> the end of the month. Really? Yeah, in, no, that's, in that's, Tahoe. That's I'm really solid. excited. Yeah, yeah. That's so. great. I mean, that another thing because of like, you know, those old blues artists, like get them while they're still yeah, around. They're you still know what around. I mean? He's, yeah. he's, he's old. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited for that. All right. Um, Should we move on to college? College. Let's do it. So, I, I mean, I'm still in college. Yeah, that was a little bit strange when our choosing our categories, but yeah. So I'm gonna like have to go, like I'm gonna go from early college here. Early college. Uh, yeah. So like the National, which okay. is like yep. definitely one of my favorite bands. Still, I love the National. They're great. Yeah. Because uh, uh, you know you get into college and you're like I'm sad about everything. What is life? I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Oh, this so, is gonna segue so well into <laughs> my my album too. Yeah, it's gonna be so, great. So the National, um, you know, Boxer by them is really good, is the album. Um, that was the first album, right? I don't know. Or no, was that the name of the album, or was that just a song? No, Boxer was the album. I'm, I okay. don't think I don't think Boxer was their first album. Um, I think that's but that's the one with, um, you know, hold still a second while I try to pin your flowers on or whatever. I, I think so. Yeah. You and know. then uh, Trouble Will Find Me is another good album by them, okay. which is like their new, their second newest album at the moment of recording. Um, but yeah, I really like the National, um, Heaven Face, uh, Humiliation. Uh, 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 I need my girl. These are all like I don't know. So they're like sleepy rock indie. I don't know. Yeah, kind of like they're, a monotone vocal. Yeah, they're almost, moody a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like them, and then also I think this might have been my sophomore year of college, not my freshman, but um, or maybe my second semester. But um, Godspeed, you Black Emperor. Yikes! Uh, I discovered them. Then yikes. No, but I like it's, <laughs> I, I'm shocked that you jump from the national to Godspeed. Like that is that's so continue, just continue. Um yeah, so like like them. Um, what album? What album? Ca- what Godspeed? Um, I can look it up really quick. I got my music the, the, here. Because like later, yeah, I mean, unless you, because they did release an album like a, a couple of years ago, which this we're talking about a couple of years ago. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm so looking. I'm up. just wondering if that's when you got introduced to them, or if you listened um, to like an old one. Like lift your skinny fists or lift lift your fists like skinny antennas to the heavens. Uh, storm, uh, like l- yeah, like your skinny fists like antennas to heaven. Yeah, lift your yeah. so that's the one. Lift your skinny fists like antennas to heaven. Yep, that's the which one. is interesting because I do think that that I mean at least in my experience there's like it, four songs on it, but each song is like twenty five. It's minutes. a double LP. Yeah, yeah. it's like uh, yeah, just one track. Yeah. So um, that yeah, I like them. Huh. Um. Yeah. So early college was. I, I mean, I don't know. I kind of like to try to find like weird stuff, and I was like, "Oh, I just want to listen to the weirdest music." Yeah. You know what else is really funny? And I don't know what this says about me or my friends, but like, I remember in high school, like everyone like really like. I remember I was like very proud of this because whenever I had like a party or I went to someone's party, like they would be like, "Hey, Joey, put your music on because we like your music." And I was like, "Oh, like all my friends like my music. Like I must be the cool guy who has good music." And then I came to college, and everyone's like, "You have terrible taste in music," <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh no." <laughs> So, uh, th- yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, so that, that's my like early, early college and stuff, stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to remember what else I like, I kind of had like a re, re, re like introduction to Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. Like my early, early college. Sure. And then, um, I actually, and this is, this is later on in college, but I figure it, it's interesting is, um, is it last year, I guess three semesters ago now I studied abroad in Australia for a year. And I lived with Norwegians, and I I am very very familiar with uh, Norwegian music now. Uh, Kaiser is an amazing uh, band uh, in, from Norway. So, um, yeah, a lot of heavy metal too. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say and, like, and, and you know what? They 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 weren't super into heavy metal the way that some Norwegians are, but um, and the Kaisers is not. They're not a uh, they're not a heavy metal band. Um, but they're they're pretty good. Um, nice. If you want to listen to some more some stuff outside of America, check yeah. them out. 
Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah I uh, listen to a lot of Norwegian music still. <laughs> yeah, Norway, definitely known for their black metal. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, all right. All right, you want me to go for my college? Sure, yeah. All right, the early college thing, uh, just like you said, you know, everything becomes much more profound. Mm-hmm. Start reading books and start oh, reading, yep, okay. you know, reading, <laughs> reading and writing poetry, et cetera, et cetera. So this also coincided very nicely with, I would say, uh, you know, just the rise of or the tail end of, it kind of spanned that era. Um, I would say the end of the first wave of emo music. <laughs> okay. Okay. What Like, what would that be? Well, here's the album I think that I just listened to more than any other one. Now, there's a lot of bands in that that fall under that umbrella. Yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and say the Appleseed cast. Don't know them at all. And the album is Low Level Owl Volume 1. Uh, and Volume 2, but sure. specifically Volume 1. And the reason that I listened to this, I mean, so I already mentioned it was this, but like at that time when I got to college, um, I was commuting back and forth between Green Bay, Wisconsin, where I was going to school. Okay. And Madison, Wisconsin, where I was in a band. I was in a hard What club. is the drive? It's about a two-hour drive. Okay. A little bit more than that. Okay. Um, so it was about a two-hour drive, and I was commuting back to go, like, to band practice and to play shows. <laughs> and, right. like, we were in this hardcore band called Castor Troy. Um, <laughs> How many bands have you been in? Quite a few, but none. I mean, Castor Troy was actually, I would say, I mean, anyways, it was probably, it was it was really fun. And mm-hmm. I, I, I'm still trying to track down artifacts from, like, of proof that this thing existed. Like, we <laughs> Is played, it, like, hard to prove? Well, they put so it's funny because I was in the band with these other guys from high school, and then I um, I ended up moving to Chicago, and okay. once I moved to Chicago, I kind of left the band. But okay. after I left the band, these guys like won the battle of the bands in Madison, got a recording contract, <laughs> and so they put out this album with a new lead singer and a new bassist. You've been uh, replaced. I was the lead singer and the bassist, and so like I never there's you know. My so you're trying tenure. to prove that you were like in this band. I need. I just need people to know that I was in that band. <laughs> hey, everyone, Ben was in this band. <laughs> and I, I talked for a while uh, with those guys, kind of half jokingly, and then I got really serious about it for a second of like doing a reunion show of like oh, the original no. lineup. It, we, it never came together. Oh. Uh, but anyways, so during that commute, I would just listen to my music because I had a CD. Pl- I had a CD player installed in my vehicle, which is a thing you had to. You yeah. used to have to do. Yep. I used um, to drive an old car. I know how that was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I got one for, you know, I forget, like, like holidays or something. I got this uh, uh, CD player. And so listening to the Appleseed cast, like driving through Rosendale, Wisconsin. You know, oh, It's my favorite uh, town in Wisconsin. It's it's amazing, you know, because if you blink, <laughs> you miss it. I, I, I don't know. It's a speed trap. Everybody knows it's a speed trap. Don't go through Rosendale. Well. You have yeah. to go through Rosendale. <laughs> We, we don't need to get into it. We don't need to get into this right now. <laughs> Anyways, that, that's what I would say. Um, and that was much more like emo Ben at that point. Okay, yeah. And then I was like letting all that anger and frustration out in Castor Troy. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, should we move on to like- Let's do it. Today? Current, current, current stuff? Something something current. Just um, anything. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I was going to say Rainbow Kitten Surprise something I've been listening to a lot, but um, uh, Future Islands is like a really, is a band I really like right mm. now. Um, I mean, they've been around for a little while, but- um, no, I, I like them a lot. Uh, poppy, pop, poppy, kind of. Yeah, I don't know. They're they're fun. Uh, the singer looks like a dad, but then his he his performances are amazing. If you ever go on YouTube and watch their stuff, um, 
he dances like a like like like, like uh, not Mick Jagger, but he just he moves in a really weird way. He gets really into it. This will not turn into a Maroon Five podcast. No, absolutely not. I don't want to talk about Maroon Five at You're all. You're talking about moves. You're talking about Jagger. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> but yeah, so Future Islands um, are, are a really good band. I'm also listening to Beirut. Oh yeah, Beirut. Beirut. Yep, yep. I sure, like that sure. a lot. Um, Think, which has been around. He's older, I think. Think or not older, but like you know, you know, five ten I think years. Beirut back. is actually kind of old. old yeah, I, I'm yeah. always like five ten years behind the curve. I'm not gonna lie. It's okay. Uh, and then Broken Bells, which I know I'm oh, a yeah. little behind the curve on that one too. But uh, yeah. I've been listening to them for a while, but I'm still listening to them. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. Solid. So that's... Uh, yeah, I went. I went a little bit different, um, but I was just because it's uh, relatively close to the beginning of the year of 2018. I was reflecting recently on my like the best albums I heard in 2017. Okay. And so one of them that I continue to come back to um, is is uh, an album by this band called Elder. Elder, okay. And um, the, the album is called Reflections of a Floating World, released in June of 2017. Um, this is a heavy metal band uh, right. from Boston. Um, and it is just, it's a it's got... A lot of the stuff that I like, um, I've kind of described this as a stoner, doomy, prog goodness. Uh, with, <laughs> what with, does that mean? <laughs> with with tasty melodies and heart. <laughs> I I just I, when I like say like I like music, I'm like yeah, they're like uh, poppy, rock. <laughs> yeah, it's pop music. No, like. I'm not good at describing music. Oh man! Like I said, I'm not an evolved music listener the way that you are. It, this isn't evolved. It's, it's just, just it, it, you're you looking just at have it to from learn a different how, angle. No, you just have to learn how to because what you're doing when you're describing music is you're trying to describe how a music sounds, which yeah. is very difficult. Yeah. So the only thing we have to rely on are like labels that have been placed on certain types of music, and then relating it. And to then it. you just mix together a bunch of genres and say it's got elements of this, this, this. So like stoner metal is a thing. Doom metal is a thing. Sure. Prog, like prog rock, is a thing. Is it? Yes. Okay. And you see what I did there, because Yes is a prog band. Ah, I didn't know uh, that. Uh, 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 okay. <laughs> so the roundabout, you know the roundabout, right? Nope. Come, you know Yes. I know that you do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, We're gonna when we take a break, you're gonna at least <laughs> listen to a little bit of Yes because right, you should know sure. Yes. Okay. Um. Anyways, with and then that's goodness, right? So you blend all that together. So okay. it's goodness. It's very big and kind of epic. Um. But then tasty melodies. So like they do have these like interesting kind of melodies that you can sing along with, which is rare for either really screamy kind of metal or stuff that's just really discordant, um, that kind of really dark. Um, and it's got heart because, you know, I just felt like that's uh, a theme that runs through this podcast yeah, and well, the, my the, selections. Your, that your music has heart? Yeah, and yours doesn't. Yours doesn't. Oh, yeah. the, yours, my, yours doesn't. Your don't have okay. heart. Yep, I no heart have your don't. <laughs> um, one more band I've been listening to a lot, uh, Herp Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. <laughs> that is a that's that aside. Okay, that, I love them so much. That actually might be the best thing you've said during this podcast. <laughs> like I would put Herb Alpert up there. Um, yeah, yeah, certainly. Yeah, Herb Alpert is. I, I just I don't know. All right. Anyway. I, I think we've reached the time for emergent culture. So yeah. we'll take a break, come back. We're almost going to listen to Yes, apparently. Well, yeah. We'll also give them a little bit of a lesson during the break. All right. We'll be cool. back. All right.
we're back. And we're back. We're back. And finally, Joey was like, yes, I have heard yes. I have heard yes before. I've heard roundabout. But it's funny where you've heard yes. <laughs> so do you want to explain? Because you're like, oh, that's this song. Yeah. Where, where did you hear this? It's just like, it's like just a song that people like put to like dumb videos. It's a meme song at this it's point. It's a meme song. Yeah. So this is like a perfect generational divide. Yeah. I'm like, hey, <laughs> yes, you know, like roundabout, like the most killer bass line ever. He's like, oh, the meme song. <laughs> so good. It's just, uh, yeah, it's the meme song. Yep. Uh, okay, so we watched. We watched uh, a, a, an album trailer for <laughs> for Snow Patrol. Yeah, Snow Patrol. <laughs> Coming up. So um, the album is Wilderness. comes out May 25th. Of 2018. Yeah. Yeah, so what did so I'm just curious about what you thought of that trailer. Uh, that is a music video with some music in it. That's what, that's what I thought. I don't know. Hot there's take a, from there's, Joey. There's a rocket ship and uh, some dancers and some some other dancers. Okay, now that's funny. So you mentioned the rocket ship. Mm-hmm. There's some space themes, there's right? Some, there were some space themes. Do you know the song Space Oddity by David Bowie? Yes. And do you know who did a co- cover of it? Is Chris Hadfield, the commander of the ISS International Space Station in 2016, I will say. He's Canadian. That's awesome. But you didn't draw a parallel between Space Oddity and that Snow Patrol thing? I mean, I drew it to Chris Hadfield playing that song in space. Because, like, literally... I love space. Uh, <laughs> the, the lyrics for that Snow Patrol thing are... It, it, like, oh, even, I didn't even, even listen the to melody, the melody is Space Oddity. And was so it? I, 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 even... I looked at that and I'm like, this is residual. It's residual culture. He's, I mean, they are very clear. I don't know who's in Snow Patrol. It's like a band, yeah, right? It's, it's not just, just some, one guy. I'm pretty sure it's some people, yeah. But there's one guy and he is featured in the video. Yeah, probably like the lead, the head, you know. The, and it, it's it's like really, now a critic would say that it is derivative mm-hmm. of, of Bowie. Yeah. I would, and indeed, it's- I, could, I mean, like, now that I'm thinking about it, you're right. It's like, it. It's it's like, this is not something new. This is something else. Blah, 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 <laughs> oh, blah. yeah, you're right. That was- And it's like, this is ground control to, to Major, Major Tom. Tom. Like, it's, the, it's the same thing. So yeah. I don't like it. Uh, oh, I, I have no problem with it. Um, I don't know. Snow Patrol's fine. Chasing cars. Do you want to know why you have fast. no problem with it? Because I have uh, no heart. <laughs> That's my line. You have no heart. Oh. <laughs> you got me, Ben. Um, Zinger. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I have nothing against this. Uh, it looks fine. I'm probably not going to listen to it. I don't uh, care enough about Snow Patrol. Yeah, so maybe we should. And nothing grabbed my attention. Well, here's... I listened to Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol. So I yeah I don't even like the only song that I know. It's like a decent. It's you know if I lay here, if I just lay here. Oh yeah, I know that song. Everyone knows that song. I do know that song. So there's an example of just like oh I know the song but I don't know the the band. Like I'm just like skipping over all these you know whatever these bands. Uh, I did want to just real quick because I I know we're getting towards the end here. But you also had an interesting take while we were watching that about music videos. Yeah, um, I don't like music videos, and the reason I don't like them is because when I hear a song and I see them, if I see a music video, I, I can only, when I hear that song, I can only think of what I saw in the music video, and it kind of ruins it for me. And I thought that was kind of interesting because music videos, you know, back when MTV began, when it actually still played music, you know, like that was the thing, like yeah. to craft like a video, so you had all this kind of video arts type stuff, but like... It's true that there are certain songs that now I will think back and it's like, oh, I remember that video. Yeah. Like you I know, don't like that. Like the Smashing Pumpkins 1979. Like that, you know, like y- you just remember the video. And I think that also that to some degree has gone away yeah. just because of the way people consume music now. Yeah. You, you, know, know, I mean, you don't like uh, Katy Perry's Roar? 
well i don't know if that's this the, is pop the, the music pop <laughs> pop deliciousness is yeah. what that is you know i think it was john oliver who said it it awakens uh, the 14 year old girl inside of us you know something <laughs> like that right you're gonna that's hear right, me roar. Right. um so yeah that's uh that's that's this week in music uh as uh, now that everyone has lost respect for me as a co-host <laughs> well hey i didn't do myself any favors here with some of the takes i think for the most part though you're doing all right, so. well, all right. um so we did not discuss what we're doing next week so we're gonna pause it and we'll be right back <laughs> all right so after much deliberation, we have decided that next week's topic will be... Comedy. Comedy. It's comedy. Just writ large, comedy. Yeah, yeah. And, and maybe we should just take Movies a... Movies and stand-up, but I think we're probably going to recommend stand-up to each other. Yeah, we'll recommend a stand-up or just a, you know, like a comic to check out, but we'll talk just kind of writ large about comedy more as like a genre. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that'll be fine. So, what would you like me to uh, watch? Uh, John Mulaney, uh, and specifically uh, New in Town from John Mulaney. It's pretty, pretty funny. I like John Mulaney a lot. And John some people, some people don't like him, but I, I do like him. New in town. <laughs> there you go. Okay, writing it down. All right. Uh, are you familiar with Bill Hicks? Uh, I've heard the name. I know he's very influential, but I haven't actively listened to him. Okay, or so that means stand up. Yeah. So then you should watch Bill Hicks. I mean, the difficult. Uh, why don't you try to find uh, Relentless? Relentless. Relentless by Bill Hicks. All right. Yeah. Sounds we can good. Do it that way. Cool. Solid. All right. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, you can find us, Residual Culture Podcast. Uh, usually, if you search those terms, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yep. Uh, uh, you can also email us at residualculturepodcast at gmail.com. We also now have established our Patreon page. So yes. if you want to sign up, support the podcast, help Joey pay for school. <laughs> <laughs> you're not paying for my school. Don't worry. Yeah. You're, you're, you'll be helping the podcast. Keep get, keeping the website up. Hosting the podcast. Yeah. And also... Um, uh, we, we'll give you some some bonus clips if you donate a lot. Maybe we'll do we'll take some recommendations from you guys even. Uh, bonus see. clips, and we'll also say basically that uh, not to tease it too much, but we already have bonus material recorded. We've got some bonus material. Yeah. So if you want access to those goodies, go ahead and uh, help support, us out on Patreon. Support the pod, yeah, support the podcast. Yeah. Uh, our song today comes from it's Finder by People with Bodies. Yeah. And uh, this has been residual cult residual culture residual culture. Residual culture. Residual culture. I'm Joey Lovato. And I'm Ben Birkenbach. Get into it. Autumn is a-